It's called Let's Keep the Flames of Hope Alive. Never let the fires die. Let's keep the flames of hope alive. And never let the fires die. Take the lie of the light. Hey, this is Mike. It's the opening night of the tour. And we're here in Portsmouth Wedging Rooms. It's going to be a great night. So I'm with Andy Badgman, uh, Lights Extraordinaire at the Wedgwood Rooms. Um, five minutes until doors open on the first night of the tour. Uh, Andy, what are your thoughts about tonight? Um, apprehensive, always nervous of um, lighting songs I've never really got to know live. Um, I've heard the album a few times now and I love it. Looking forward to, to actually hearing those songs and how they come across uh, and finding my cues in those songs. Um, Looking forward to the old stuff that we all know and the cues in that. It's going to be fun doing the whole tour. It's the first time I've actually been out on the road with the band, working for the band on a whole tour. Uh, it's been planned to happen a long time, and finally here we are, and can't wait. So we've got here, Manchester, Glasgow, Cardiff, London. Bring it on. Incredible. You know, Mike, I get the impression that Mike probably likes to improvise a little bit. I mean, do you find that from a lighting perspective? Is that is that a reality or? Um... Yeah, it's it's always um, interesting to to see what's going to happen. With with doing lights for the alarm, it's so much more enjoyable than than any of my other work because you do know most of the songs and you know roughly what's going to happen. Whereas with other bands, when you're doing a lighting gig, you don't actually know the material. You don't know what's going to happen. Your only cue really is to watch the drummer. Um, here, because we know all the songs, we know where we're going. But even then, Mike does like to throw us, and we never know what's going to happen. You know? <laughs> we have to have to make it up as we go along. So it's eight thirty at the Wedgwood Rooms. Um, I've managed to call up Pete Cole, uh, legend of this Pete Cole. <laughs> Just wanted to ask Pete what his uh, hopes and hopes were for this evening, and what his thoughts were about tonight. Well, I was from the way of friends earlier that. Every time I see Mike Beans or The Alarm, I'm like a fanboy all over again. I'm 16 again, just, just as inside as I was back in 1985. Um, looking forward to the new songs. I've heard them at the gathering, um, stuff on YouTube. Can't wait to hear it live. New songs, long time coming. Really can't wait, really. That's uh, the vocal one too. Love and understanding. Getting ready for the gig. Not far to go now. Here we go. Okay, it's Mike in the dressing room. Uh, 15 minutes to go. Uh, it's music over the PA. Uh, band are practicing all their backing vocals. They're singing time right now. And uh, yeah, the atmosphere is building up. And it's going to be a special gig tonight. It's a blood red Saturday here in Portsmouth. How are you feeling, James? All right, mate. How long to showtime? 15 minutes, I think. What's happening? Uh, Jules and Smiley both practicing their BBs because they like, still haven't got it together. <laughs> I don't have to practice comes spot on as it is. <laughs> 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 We're here chatting. 
Um, just having a glass of wine, excited about the gig. And, uh, yeah, all good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> What's that for? OK, I'm here backstage with Mark Warden, sound engineer tonight. Oh, How are you feeling, Marky? Oh, I'm looking forward to How it. How long to go? To it. We've got ten minutes to go and we're very excited. Yeah, all the PA fired up. PA sounds great, Mikey. Fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be a good night, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's just a start. Just a start. <laughs> just a start, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening, Smiley? Uh, I'm doing the backing vocal run through. We're supposed to be the three of us, but it's just me at the moment, Mike, if I'm honest. How are you feeling about the show tonight? Excited beyond belief. Yeah, it's a good crowd out there, isn't it? Fantastic crowd. A bit of South Coast action, my friend. <laughs> Can't wait. Come on, Tricks. Come and have a seat, okay. mate. So, Jules, five minutes to showtime. How do you feel? I'm feeling excited, and I'm looking forward to getting it out there, and I love being back in the van. <laughs> OK, it's... Uh, Five minutes to go. It's Mike Peters here. Uh, I'm just going to read you out the set list for tonight. Brighter than the sun to kick things off. Absolute reality. Coming backwards. Howling wind. Time from blood red. Rain in the summertime. Love and understanding. Drunk and disorderly. There must be a way. Strength. Tomorrow. Super channel. Kill, kill, kill. Kill if you... To get what you want, die for what you believe in. Peace now. 68 guns. My town. Spirit of 76. Encore with 45 RPM. Blaze of glory. Encore 2. Marching on where we are hiding and where the two rivers meet. It's going to be a good night, people. Yesterday, what can we expect on tonight's set list? 
bit of everything really um, the, the set list are obviously going to focus on the, the new album uh, Blood Red uh, as it has been since the Friday night the gathering uh, it's had amazing events in UCLA gatherings in Los Angeles and California and uh, also in New York and played a lot of Blood Red at New York and it, it went down fantastically well with everybody so um, it's a case of uh, rewarding the audience for hearing the new songs and, that, and that's when you bring some of the older um, classics from the original 80s era or more recent times uh, and I think it's good to get um, a good mix of all the eras represented I still want us to make sure we're challenging our audience. It's not just a sort of memory fest, uh, and it's uh, it's got to have um, a forward-facing a feel to the whole gig, and then people go home with uh, new experiences by coming to an alarm show and seeing a different setup, seeing the band placed around the stage in ways they're not used to seeing, and to keep it interesting, keep it alive. Because if, if it just looks back, that, then it, it just spirals down. Whereas uh, I think uh, right now. It's as exciting a time to be an alarm fan or an alarm band member as ever been. Uh, we've got a new album coming today, yesterday, and there's a new one on the horizon in a few months' time uh, that, that will take us right through into 2018. There's loads more British dates about to be added, a massive American tour ahead of us. Well, how exciting can it Can't get any more exciting than it is. So I can't wait to get on the stage. It's sold out tonight. It's going to be absolutely rammed. It's going to be a really exciting gig. The feeling of your skin The soul within you The beating of your heart Love can't overcome How do I feel about coming back on stage? It's a very good question. Um, I think I've always ended up being on stage after sort of being dragged to be on stage to, to, um, it's always but yeah back in 92 when I was asked to, to come on stage it was Mike begging me to come play keyboards I, I, I've always played classical piano as a kid always play around the house always help Mike out with songs not because I want to get involved because he asks me to because I'm cheap labour In 92, when Mike asked me to join, I flatly refused because I thought the alarm fans would kill me. And then Mike said, what a poor reason not to do it. You know, I'd be disappointed in you if you didn't do it because you thought they'd not, not like the idea of the singer's wife being in a band and all the connotations. So I thought about it and I thought, yeah, OK, here's a silly reason not to. Okay, 
it. I, my thing's always been I've loved hanging out with the fans, so I got to hang out with the fans, jump up on stage, hang out with the fans again after after be on the merch desk. You know, pick, pick and choose, basically. Yeah, that's yeah. been sitting my life. And, and, and then, really, I'm not quite sure why I stopped being a band. Maybe in 97, we were so busy that I think the management side of it was getting quite a, a big responsibility for me. I'd be setting up at the end of the night, making sure the t-shirts were okay, driving the van, looking after everyone. Um, and I guess we got involved with Craig and James and um, Steve. And it just seemed to... I was probably thinking about becoming a mother at that point. So I think all, they were all the reasons why I wasn't on stage. So you, you look now at 2016 and I've just been diagnosed with breast cancer and I'm having chemotherapy and Mike literally walks in while I'm having chemo and says, I need you to be in the band at the gathering. Uh, yeah, and I couldn't believe it, quite frankly, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me, Mike, you know, that's the most ridiculous idea I've ever heard. And he was like, I really need you to replicate a lot of the keys and the backing vocals from the new songs. So again, I, I didn't quite know how to react because I suppose he always think of it from Elon Fan's point of view. And then I thought, oh, fuck it, I'm going to do it. You know, after all I've been through in the last nine months, as much as I um, always want to do the right thing, I think I have changed. I think I just thought, it feels right, I want to do it, I'm going to do it. If people don't like it, they don't have to come along. And I don't mean that in a, an arrogant uh, way. It's just, you know, I think for the most part, the Elan fan base is so supportive of what Mike does and all the different... Um, the, the different versions of what he does and I think you know, as long as we do it well and we do it um, with strong hearts and, and for the right reasons then I thought yeah it's a great challenge it was a challenging challenge I was going through chemo, I was losing my hair I was producing the gathering which was enough of a job for me you know Um, and then in between, I was running to rehearsals, I was practicing at home because I thought if I'm going to do it, I've got to be able to do it well. That's always been my, my main feeling. And Smiley and James really welcomed me so much that once you saw us together in rehearsals, I just thought we're, we're a proper band, we're the gang, you know, we, we love each other, we really do, we get on so well, we have such a laugh. The guys saw me through my chemo that came into my, my chemotherapy sessions. And, and I think after everything that's happened in the last few years, that's really positioned the way we... None of this was intentional, you know, and, and I'm not always going to be in the band, but I'll pop up as and when the need. I love seeing the three of them at the moment play. It's real good tactics and real hard hitting. I'm not here, if anyone's listened to this, to just, you know, get the glory and come back out on the road. I'm here to work hard, 
can I play when I'm needed? I like doing the back and forth. I love interacting with the fans and the audience. I've been doing that since I was a kid, so I love it. But um, the joke is at the moment in rehearsals, I'm like, right, I'm off and now I'm leaving because I'm not playing on that song. And then they're all like, don't go, don't go, do you stay with us? And can you play absolute reality? I'm like, no, 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 they're not, they're not my songs to play on. And then they, they make me stay on. So. Last night, before we came down to Portsmouth, Mike was there teaching me absolute reality on the organs. like tonight but that's what I will be playing so and it's challenging you know to to get out I've got I'm a mother now when I last was in the band I wasn't a mother I've got two little boys to put first in my life By the time we finish the July-August tour, Dylan and Evan will be like 25-year-old roadies hanging out with us. So it's, it's just what, you know, what works for us. And at, at the moment, it's working really, really well. And I think the love I felt from the alarm fans at the gathering was pretty immense and everyone made me feel welcome. And I think when you see us play on stage tonight, you can feel the vibe coming up. Living for I would never want to go up there unless I could do it properly, you know, and um, so I keep trying to work hard. I'm a good practicer. <laughs> I like practicing. I could carry on sound checking for hours and hours and hours if they let me. Um, so, yeah, long may it continue, uh, but we shall see. And, you know, and, uh, with Craig and Mark, Mark Taylor, we, we all get on well, so we all communicate about it. And there'll be times when Mark will jump up, there'll be times when I will. I might try and do something on the bass with the bass pedals. I think it's going to be a flexible lineup, always with Mike up there at the front, um, and us sort of following his leadership. And, and speak, you know, Mike would not want anyone in his band unless they work hard and, and back him up to the hill and I think at the moment with the new songs as well that's probably the reason why it's ended up really coming into the band because we've all recorded them together you know we've all worked out the backing vocals together um, we really want to bring back a lot of the harmonies that we had more in the poets and that a female voice can bring into it you know the guys themselves they want a female voice for those certain moments um, because you know with, with Eddie and, and Dave when all the backing vocals were going really well it really did
Um, you see me here now, it's nine months, ten months on since my since I first found my lump and was diagnosed with breast cancer July the 4th last year. I was devastated beyond belief, could not believe it was happening to me. I thought Mike carried the cancer card in our family. But I had to dig deep and think I'm going to be try and be strong and brave and embrace it. You know, it's my journey and that's how I have tried to approach it all the time, to stay focused. And, and there have been moments when I feel like Mike has really pushed me. I feel like he, he's taken me up to the deep end and when I wasn't looking, he's just shoved me in and said, see you later, Jules, <laughs> sink or swim. And, it, and, you know, I've had meltdowns along the way over the last 10 months where I felt dreadfully upset, um, you know, wondering whether I was going to get through it and then the side effects of the chemotherapy. Radiotherapy this last month has been horrendous and I thought it was going to be absolutely fine so when Mike said that he wanted to do the gathering in LA and the gathering in New York I think as a lot of people saw on my Facebook you know I was I was furious with him <laughs> I could have I could have throttled him because my focus has had to be on getting well again my boys more than anything you know and And I didn't quite know how to react. I, I felt overwhelmed. Uh, but Mike is very strong-minded, and that's what I love about him. And he sort of was popping into the MPO office and doing lots of things that I normally do. And when I came out of the chemotherapy bubble, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? You know, we've got the band flying out to Los Angeles and then we're all flying to New York together. Because I know the practical realities. I know it will fall on me to tour manage it. And um, as much as I like doing that, I've been away from that for a long, long time. So I, I wasn't overly delighted. I finished my radiotherapy on March the 31st. April 2nd, I was on a plane to Palm Springs. It was boiling hot, and I never really understood about radiotherapy, but it gets worse before it gets better when you finished. So I'd walk 10 miles a day through my radiotherapy to keep myself focused. But when I'd stopped and arrived in America, away from all that was familiar to me, it, my burn, it was as if someone had come up with an iron and just branded me across my breast and it just got worse and worse Mike was in Dallas, I was in Palm Springs in the sizzling heat and I was literally sizzling myself so it's only really a week ago that I've um, started to recover physically and all the time Mike's just like well I think we should just keep on going and you know, keep things moving and I agree with him and I think now reflecting on it I'm glad that he's been so tough he's been tough on me when I've had a meltdown we've had a laugh you know I was like I haven't had many meltdowns and his joke was we've had a few you've had a few meltdowns and there's been moments you know recording the album um, I got very upset January the 2nd I think I just felt overwhelmed about putting the gathering together um, 
you know, and not feeling myself, I'd lost my eyebrows, lost my eyelashes, I'd, it's like I'd faded away to grey. And as a woman, you know, it attacks, breast cancer attacks your sexuality, your femininity, you're fighting all the time to hold on to that little bit of yourself, so you've got to try harder, you've got to fight harder. Yeah, having the focus of music, because I think that's probably what I've forgotten. I've immersed myself so much in the logistics and the organisation and being a mother and being a daughter. You know, we've sadly lost Mike's mum. We've had, it's been a tricky time, but um, I think it's been fantastic. To, I left my kids and my parents this weekend. They're looking after them through the whole tour. And you know what? From a selfish point of view, I am loving being back out with the guys because that's probably where I've always enjoyed being, being out on the... We're playing the last night of the tour at London at uh, the Camden Electric Ballroom. Come down for the end of the night. The last night of the tour is going to be incredible. Here we go. Three, Take us all your fears. 
and it's a whole time for discovery, not just for us, but uh, as well as the fans. It's, let, it's letting the songs come to life because we all know some songs are better, become better in concert than they are on records. You make the records for listening in, in, in a, a one-to-one environment, but when you play them live, you play them for a community of people, and, 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 a, and a whole other experience comes with it. That's why there's live albums and there's gigs. You know, I'm a, been a, of a band where I don't think we've ever really captured the energy of what we do live. You've got to be there to really get it. So you let that blood pump and, and get the real excitement and, uh, and that's why people come back with, to see us more and more often and, and they come to two or three shows on the tour, it's not just one and uh, they know there'll be songs that are played tonight that won't be played in Manchester, vice versa so uh, try to mix it up and, uh, and, and see where this whole album's going to take our community. To stand on the stage and see everybody singing along is always a privilege. And tonight, everyone took. Uh, you know, I mean, we're in the south of England, but it's not supposed to be like this. It was raucous, even for. I think um, for me personally, um, obviously, I look out in the audience when I'm singing, and I and I see people singing along to the words they've lived with for half their life now. But then tonight, come out and see people singing tomorrow and then someone's got the words from love and understanding already and you can I can see them all around the hall picking up on the, the new songs and we got to the end of them they were singing like they were classics you know that they've lived with so um, it just um, it, it sort of opens a door of possibility
exist. And we finished off with the t- where the two rivers meet, and uh, you know, seeing everyone singing that like it was blaze of glory is brilliant. I love that song. <laughs> it's, it's, good, it, it's up there. It's going to be when we've got to grips with it, and everyone knows it. Is it nobody knows it yet, really. It's, it, it, but you can see that it's going to be <laughs> an alarm epic for yeah. all time. <laughs> having just uh, witnessed a two hour ten minute set and uh, yes it was incredible the gig's just finished um, I thought it was blistering what were your thoughts? well that's how you put a gig on I mean every band should take that as a blueprint a blueprint as a template or whatever I mean how many bands can you go and see that you're boiling off sweating but you still get goosebumps I can't think of any really that's very true the alarm did that to me yeah, still absolutely love everything about it. I don't know how many times I've seen Michael Gillan play over the years. It's not enough. It's, it's not just, enough. It's so, just infectious joy. Yeah, and bring it on Camden. Indeed. Thank you, Thank you. So, guys, how do you feel about the gig, Jules? Oh, my God, that was just awesome. <laughs> Finishing up with Two Rivers just made my <laughs> night. <laughs> what do you think, James? James? Oh, oh, what do you think? Guitars flying all over the place. No, that was awesome. That was weird. I think I've played really well as usual. <laughs> Sorry, Steve, I didn't mean that. I'm actually a really humble person. No, I think it's really good. Jules is amazing. I can actually hear her. everything she played was all. Steve, Mike, I don't know how he does it. The funny thing about Mike is like he's like get, giving it everything with the audience, and he'll be doing something wrong, and he'll turn around to show yeah. me the, the chord shape. And I'm like, how does he? How does he think of that? The funniest bit is I'm always thinking: Is he looking at me? Is he looking at James? Yeah. He's See, uh, my reputation goes before me. That's right. It's not like that every night, man. That was like Wembley Stadium. Oh, Seriously, it was only Portsmouth. I finished it with Two Rivers and everybody's oh. singing it. It was amazing. <laughs> Your call, Joe. Well, I'm Marky Boy. It. No, How did that go up front? Well, that was just fantastic start to finish. That's all I can say. <laughs> what a night. What a night. See you in... Manchester on Thursday. Hard out. Get, get your get your cagoules out. Zipped up to the top.
so like it's an hour to your doors what would you normally do to fill your time between now and then well just done a long sound check it's um, first night of the UK tour and uh, right now I'm going to get to turn off the audio on the PA so we can talk how's that <laughs> 